the Koi gig part. I'm not confirming this, by the way, that she's taking the job, but I do remember her saying when she came back from the States that she was going to be the US manager at some stage in her career. Subscribe to the Koi gig part on the Off The Ball app now. Off The Ball Breakfast. Ireland's Sports Breakfast Show. We are looking ahead to the Women's FAI Cup Final, which is on in Tala this weekend. It is Shells against Athlone Town. And delighted to welcome Pearl Slattery to studio. Pearl, how are you getting on? Good. Thanks, Mel, for having me. No, thank you for coming in. And we also have Kelly Brennan from Athlone Town on the line as well. Good morning to you, Kelly. Hi, uh, thanks for having me on. We might just throw one out to you there first, Kelly. What, what are our preparations like on the Thursday of a Cup Final week? Uh, you know, it's brilliant trend. This week has been like really good. Everyone's very competitive, you know, we're training hard and yeah, we're just looking forward to it. At what stage does the team get named? Uh, we don't know yet, I'd say it'll be final day, you know. Everyone's still competing, fighting for their spot, so I'd say it'll be Sunday we get the team named. Does it add a little bit of extra edge to training this week then? Oh yeah, definitely. Everyone's just, you know, training hard, put their head down. If some young girls in as well, you know, keep pushing us as well. So it's really good. Pearly, are you used to this week? What does Thursday and a couple of days out from the game uh, represent for you? Is it tranquility time or do you actually have to try and get yourself up emotionally at this point? Um, I think we treat it like any other game week. Obviously, I do say to the girls as well, like it's cup final week. Enjoy the build-up because they don't come around that often and you'd hear a lot of people kind of say, you know, treat it as don't kind of, I suppose, overdo it. But I'd be the opposite. I'd say to the girls, enjoy the build-up because they've deserved it. We've worked very hard all season to get there. Enjoy the week, but... You know, trying hard. We were training last night. We're training again Saturday now, and everyone's fighting for their spot. Everybody wants to play cup final day, so it's it's competitive. And uh, yeah, Noel has a few headaches, I'm sure. Mm. That that's uh, is exactly where you want your your manager to be on the build up to a game like this. Uh, do you sense a, a sense of nervousness around any of the players who who might not make the starting eleven then? When you get closer to that to that team selection day, um, I don't think it's nervousness. Myself as captain now, I'd be more worried about how they are. And obviously, you know, only eleven people can play, and there's going to be a group of girls there that will be disappointed. But as I've said all all year, we're nothing without the squad. Um, the eleven, obviously, that start the final is great, but I'm sure there'll be girls who'll come on and help, and some girls who won't, but they've helped us through the year. So it's just keeping everybody together, and you know. We give everything, I suppose, to try to bring the cup back on Sunday. So it's that togetherness, whether you play or not. And in fairness, we have a great group, brilliant girls. And uh, no, I have no worries about that, thank God. Yeah, you have quite a, a mix of a, of a group with youth and experience, which I'm sure is good to have as well. Yeah, we do. And the experience helps in cup final days. But I also think, you know, the opposite, that the young girls are kind of fearless and mm. that kind of feeds into us as well. And Look, as I said to the girls all along, it's been a hell of a long season and I suppose every time you get your fixtures, you put that cup final day in, you hope that you're playing in the cup final because it's such a good occasion. So we're just delighted to be there again and as I said, we'll enjoy this week but as soon as you get to Tallis Stadium, we're out on the pitch warming up, it's just another game for us and we're fully focused and I think we're very good at doing that kind of no external factors um, once you get to Tallis and you're focused on the game. Mm-hmm. It'll be the fifth time you meet this season. What are uh, their gang like to play against? Tough, yeah, it is their fifth time actually. We played each other a lot. Um, got each other in the you know President's Cup and uh, the new cup in terms of the World World Cup that time, and then we played each other twice in the league. So tough, you know. There's some great individuals, and I think we know each other now at this stage. We know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And look, I think for the league overall, it's going to be a competitive game, and that's what you want. Even the games we played this season, there's been one or two goals in it. There's been nothing in it, and it could swing either way. So. That's what you want for a women's Premier Division Cup final and the, and the mutuals and 
that will be watching the game. You want to compare the final, I think everybody will get that. Two great teams. It has been close in your meetings so far this season. Kelly, how much does the fact that you're still waiting to get a win in normal time against this team, how much does that motivate you this week? I know it definitely motivates us. Like It's been very tough playing against them. You know, it's been very tight. So definitely, I, I like give us an edge, you know, try and get them in on the final day. Could you talk us through a little bit about uh, Kieran Kildoff and and his style and and what he's brought to proceedings? What, what what's his philosophy in football and and what type of football are, are, are you guys playing? Uh, since he's come in, you know, he's been excellent. Like um, he's kind of shared with us his experience in the men's division and what it's like to play in a cup final for him. But um, his style of football, you know, is get it down, pass it around, you know, keep possession, um, just never give up and all that kind of stuff like that. So it's been. Like what we're used to, it was kind of like kicking the ball long and all that. But since he's come in, you know, it's kind of like play around the midfield, get out wide and keep possession, really. It's a significant enough style of, a uh, change of style, I should say. How easy is that to make happen over the course of a single season? Is is it something that you take to very easily or are you still finding your feet with regards to his style? Uh, no, I think we kind of adapted really quick to it, you know. Uh, we've been training a lot on it. So once he came in, we've, worked on it over the past few months and I think we've done really well so far on it and then it's only going to grow anyway since if he keeps being the manager and stuff like that. Like, Is it a complete change on every level of how you prepare? Is, is it like totally different drills that you would do uh, during training weeks or, or, or how, what are the changes like? Because it, it's, it's quite common now for teams to try and make that change from being less direct to being more of a passing team to try and uh, and get the ball uh, through the lines rather than just going route one all the time. So does it change everything? Or, or, or is your training systems and all that completely different now? Oh yeah, they are definitely different now. There's more like passing drills, um, like tactics, uh, how to break down teams from the front and up top and um, at the back. So it's definitely changed from what we're used to. And for you then, Pearl, it would be Noel King, the, the veteran within football. <laughs> He's going to step away after the game. Obviously, he's hoping to go out on a on a high. Is he definitely going to step away? I think so. That's what we're hearing. Um, <laughs> but in terms of now, like you know, he's had a brilliant three years with us. He bought silverware yeah. back three years ago. We won the league, we're in a cup final, which didn't go our way. Last year, we won the double, and and this year the league got a bit away from us. But to be in another cup final, I think speaks volumes of him. And I think for us um, as a group of players, we'd love to. I suppose end his time with us with a cup win that'd be a nice way to say thanks and kind of have the celebrations with him but we know it's not going to be easy either mm-hmm. um, and Noel's well aware of that and uh, yeah look we've been training hard and yeah he's been he's been great he's, he's mad Yeah and for you like from when you started out to, to now I'm sure you've seen a serious growth within the league and within women's football as a whole Ah yeah it's, it's, it's massive I mean I think my first ever FBI Cup final was you know basically in a local park um, and then we moved to the Aviva which was yours and now we're kind of in the home of women's football as they call it at a stadium I think we had like 5,000 at the cup final last year which was brilliant like yeah. the atmosphere was it was something else and you're hoping and I'd ask anyone who's around just to get to the game and, and support the league because we keep you know you need to keep building on that and not just kind of taking it for granted now that's going to happen and I think we've seen with the World Cup um, and what that's mm-hmm. done for the country and hopefully that can feed down now into the league do you feel that at the minute that there's maybe a little bit more of a buzz and obviously you're working as well the, as a development officer you know, with the FAI, do you feel that there's more girls playing and staying playing? Oh definitely, I think you know, even in terms of the FAI a few years ago we had a lot of focus on participation programmes and we still do but we naturally find a lot of girls now are going to clubs um, so for us now it's helping the clubs kind of cater for that 
that mm-hmm. like you said the girls stay in the game so that's massive for us and it's a massive piece in terms of education and educating the coaches the volunteers the parents that will help the girls stay in the game so mm-hmm. we are finding the girls are getting to clubs now but it's important that we keep them in the game and yeah I've definitely seen that buzz um, around the country since the World Cup and even in the league I think the league is going from strength to strength yeah. every year and the last two years we've had very exciting finishes um, even this year the coverage again with TG Carr and stuff like that is only going to help and obviously the final being no, live on RTA, but again, I'd stress everyone if they can get out to the game and support us and get a good atmosphere for both teams. Yeah. And Kelly, for you, what was it like growing up? Like, did you have a, a local girls team or, or what's your story? Uh, well, I started out playing with the local boys team. So I played with them till about under 12s and I moved on then to like the Galway Ridge. And I moved up through the ranks there. And then um, around when I went on senior level, then I moved out loan. Do you think playing with the lads growing up maybe helped? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, playing with lads is always tough. I have two older brother, or I have two brothers as well. Uh, one is a twin, and then my older brother. So it was hard. I was always out in the back garden uh, playing with them. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Will that die out now? That there's so many girls teams now. Like you know, growing up there was never any girls team. It was always playing with the lads, and I think majority of players always say it does help them. Will that die out now? That. There's girls teams which is great that there's such young underage teams too. Yeah, I think it depends on the individual. A lot, you know, some girls might prefer just to play with girls, but there's a lot of girls who want to challenge themselves yeah. and stuff. And when you look at into you know international teams and selection teams around the country, they would advise if you can play with local boys team because the speed, everything is just a lot different. So I think look, it depends on the individual. But I I'd be similar to Kelly. Like I played, you know, growing up playing with boys team and the in the winter and the girls in the summer and I helped me massively so again it depends on the club depends on the individual but it definitely is still advised um, yeah. to do so what age can you play up to now? I think it's when I was growing up it was like 40 and I was doing yeah. everything to stay with the boys but <laughs> yeah. they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> and you know for my safety I had to kind of step away but I think it's 12 or 13 it's probably yeah. changes all the time but um, mm. yeah look I think any girl if you can play and compete with the boys for as much as you can, it'll only help them going forward in their development. And is that the case now? The, the the best young players coming through have been playing as late as possible with the boys or is it a bit of a mixed bag? I still think it's a bit of a mixed bag. But as I said, some girls just want to play with girls and that's yeah. fine. Like it, it depends on the individual. A lot of the girls love you know competing with the boys because they know what they're going to get. That's their ultimate test. Even us as a group in pre-season, we'd play against a few of the the younger boys teams, 13 and 14, because they're still absolutely massive. They're like yeah. grown men at times towards mm-hmm. us. But just in terms of speed of play and competitiveness, it's more so your fitness off the ball and stuff that you'll gain. So for pre-season, that's, that's been ideal for us. So I think a lot of teams still do that. Off the ball, breakfast. Ireland's sports breakfast show. There is one young player I did want to ask you about on, on your own team, uh, Hannah Healy, uh, the youngest ever Champions mm-hmm. League footballer the age of 15 years and 263 days. Absolutely remarkable. She obviously came through the, the Shells Academy, right? Can, can you talk, first of all, just about her uh, as a player? What sort of player is she? Oh, she's amazing. Hannah is... I remember Hannah. I used to coach at the Emirates Talent and I'd seen Hannah growing up and you could tell from early on that she was, you know, was going to be a top player and obviously delighted then. She was playing at Shells and she'd been with her 17s and really successful for them over the years and... You know, she's been up with us the last year or two and she's just phenomenal. She, you know, she can play in the 10. She can play anywhere. She played in the 9 in the semi-final against Rovers and, you know, she was playing against two very experienced centre-halves that day and I thought she she just did amazing. Like, nothing phases her. I'm not saying to you earlier, like, some of the girls give help us with their 
fearlessness. You know, Hannah just goes out and plays and even, you know, since she's been up training with us, you know, no difference at all. You wouldn't know she's 15, 16. You'd right. feel like she's like a senior <laughs> player the way she plays the game. Even last night, like a goal she scored, I think, and she's been unplayable at times, but she's a brilliant person as well. You know, great family behind her, good support, but she's humble, you know, at her age, you know, playing so young, the Champions League, underage, international, everything going right for her. But she's very humble, very grounded. Um, she's just, she's been amazing to watch. And, you know, she played against Cork last weekend. And anytime she's played for us, to be honest, she's uh, been exceptional. She's, her technical ability, you know, her closing down, her athleticism, all that. Um, it's just been a joy to watch, really. And I think she's going to go on to great things. You'll obviously be too modest to uh, give your own role in the Emerging Talent Programme and, and what you've done with, with, with Hannah in, in particular. But say if we, we talk more vaguely about what that programme does for a young footballer of that talent, it does seem as if the systems are in place to ensure that a talent like that doesn't slip between the fingers at this point. So so what does happen, Is it like especially in terms of that, that human element of a player who's coming through that, that programme, what are you doing with uh, a player like this talent to ensure that the the human and and, and the person is, is going to get to that professional level? Yeah, we are like, it's, I've been on the emergency talent for seven or eight years. The last few years I haven't just because like job titles changed and so on. But it's kind of person forced, like the young kids coming mm. into that to that programme. First of all, they're delighted to come in because not everybody gets, you know, selected to be on emergency talent. But it's treating them the, you know, life skills, first of all, as a youngster and, I suppose giving them that freedom to express themselves. I think there can be a lot of pressure on young kids nowadays, especially when they're up and coming and everyone's kind of telling them you're yeah, the next big thing. So it's just, you know, keeping them grounded. Um, and, you know, I think with young girls as well, we're, we're awful doubters and stuff. So it's just filling into their heads that, look, you deserve to be here. And then you kind of see them express themselves on the pitch and uh, they're playing again against some very good talented players. James Scott now looks after that programme and he has it, you know, well versed for the players to do well. And like you said, it's in different parts of the country now. It's it's well it's well looked after by James. Um, he does a lot of work with, with the staff around the country. That like the likes of Hannah or if there is other young talented players around the country that that programme is there and they're not slipped or lost to other sports that we can get them in earlier to those programmes that are gonna help them develop and go into international teams or play League of Ireland or even go beyond and that's I suppose the thing I've said to a lot of young girls, you know, I'm probably the later stage of my career, nearly envy the opportunities they have, the education, yeah. um, you know, the resources they have. You know, growing up, I had nothing like that um, in terms of what's on offer for them. If they want to play international, if they want to play League of Ireland now, the grounds they're playing in, or have you seen a lot of the girls go abroad to England and Scotland? Those opportunities are there for young girls and it's mm. the fact that they see that now on on TV, you're watching, you know, air games or WSL or whatever it might be. It's the opportunity is mental now for a young female player and, you know, the likes of myself, the older crew, we probably envy the girls and you try to say to them, look, don't let that pass you by, it's there in front of you, like. Yeah, did you feel that, Kelly, growing up, did you think there was these opportunities out there or maybe now when we're seeing, you know, Ireland qualifying for a World Cup and the girls playing in WSL, could you see that growing up yourself, that there was those opportunities? Ah, yeah, I could see it, you know, growing up, um, we could, there's different pathways we can go to. You know, a lot of players now are kind of uh, growing up in the academies in Ireland and then kind of getting opportunities to go over to England. So it's quite refreshing to see that as well. Yeah, I think it's important to see that, Pearl, like that there is, you know, development there. There is opportunities. And as you said, if there's young players coming through that, you know, it's possible. Like you've seen other girls do it now. There's so many of the, the Ireland players play in the WSL. So it's about seeing it. And knowing it is possible. 
Definitely. I think that piece about seeing it is the big thing. As I said, us growing up probably didn't have that. Mm. And now it's everywhere. The education that's behind it, the resources, as I said, the level they're playing at, the grounds they're playing at, mm. you know, the education around nutrition, S&C, all that stuff was probably just not around or coming into its early stages when we were youngsters. And, you know, all that sort of stuff is massive, especially when you are young. The younger you get into it, the better you'll have, you know, a better chance of development. So... There's a little bit of envy there, but it's great to see the girls have those opportunities to see what's possible and that, you know, as a female player, you can go and do well and have, I suppose, a career in the game. Absolutely. There, there is just one other player in this final that I wanted to ask you about, Kelly. Uh, Dana Sheriff, uh, she's obviously uh, come over uh, fr- from uh, the States, born in New York, I think, and hoping to play for Ireland in the future. She's hoping to get her passport. Golden boot winner this year. How good has she been? I know she's been excellent this year. You know she had like a bad injury last year, right. with her ankle. So she's just come, she came back from that this year, and she's really pushed herself hard. You know, um, training hard, and we've all helped her. You know, come back from that injury, and she just like excelled, getting goals after goals each week, and she's got a lot of confidence as well. What's it like playing with somebody of that quality? I know it's really good. So I'm defending against her, so we have to try and keep her out. But um, yeah, um, she's technically good. You know, fast feet and stuff like that. So. Hopefully she can keep her goals scoring uh, for Sunday. How much does going for the first one motivate you for Sunday? I know it has to motivate you, you know. Um, we're really excited. You know, we won't let it get to us either. You know, it's going to be a big occasion for us all. But like, we're definitely really want to try and get the first one away. Very best of luck, Kelly. Thanks many for taking the call. Thank you. That's uh, Kelly Brennan there on the line from Athlone Town. Just one last one to you, Pearl. What's it like to score in a cup final? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit mad actually. I was asked that during the week. You know, to be honest, I I have forgot that I've scored last year, and even really? straight after the game, I, you know, people were saying, "Jesus, you scored!" and stuff like that. It was something that I probably didn't think about. With the defenders had that. That's on me. I was probably more happy with the clean sheet and just winning the game. And I always kind of say to the girls, "Look, don't care who scores, just score, win the game." And yeah. I'm happy. But it was when I look back and I've watched the game, and you kind of think, "Jesus, I actually did score. We won." And that was a double year as well, which was nice. But yeah, sometimes I do genuinely forget that I actually have scored, but uh, the clean sheet, as I said, as a back four, as a team, is probably something else I take pride in more so than a goal. Yeah. yeah, you've had some journey. Are you enjoying it as much as ever? Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, the way the game is going as well, it kind of makes you want to stay in it as much as possible. Um, so, yeah, look, as I said, some of the young girls keep me young. We have an experienced group, we have a middle group, and... I always feel if I'm competing with them, then I'm doing all right. So, um, yeah, I'm still loving it. Probably loving it even more so the last few years, just the coverage and everything around the league. It's been it's been brilliant to see and uh, long may it continue, really. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Well, it's uh, Tala on Sunday and their tickets still available online. Everybody should get down there if they possibly can. Best of luck, Pearl. Thanks, Thanks Malene, for Thank coming you. in. Off the ball. Breakfast. Ireland's Sports Breakfast Show.